How's it going, everybody? I hope everyone enjoyed the Super Bowl last night. It was nice to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl, and now we'll see if Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes can win multiple titles. What I want to talk about today is not the Super Bowl, but rather the offseason. Now that the season is over, our attention turns to the offseason and all the roster moves ahead. I want to focus on quarterbacks because I think we have some very intriguing possibilities here. Uh, let's take a look at a list of the free agents and quarterbacks who may be available. We have Tom Brady, obviously, Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, who someone's going to throw a lot of money at, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, who, you know, what do people make of him? And then potentially available, we got Derek Carr, because we don't know what's going on with him in the Raiders, Joe Flacco, potentially, Nick Foles, and Cam Newton. So there's potentially 10 starting quarterbacks who will be available via free agency. And these are guys where if your team needs a quarterback, you can fill that need via free agency. And there's going to be about 10 to 13 teams looking to address the quarterback position. Now keep in mind, at least three of these teams are going to fill the need through the draft. So let's take a look. The Bengals have the number one pick, so they're likely to take Joe Burrow. Right, then you have Miami, the LA Chargers, and Carolina at 5, 6, and 7. So they're likely to take Tua and Justin Herbert. So those three teams are battling for two quarterbacks. So it will be interesting to see if any one of those teams move up in the draft to, to leapfrog the other one to ensure that they get one of those guys. Um, so back to the, the list of free agent quarterbacks. Obviously the two elephants in the room are Tom Brady and Drew Brees. So I personally believe Tom Brady is going to leave New England. Um, the reason why I think that is I think Tom wants to win and get paid. He's taken a pay cut for so long, and now that they are limited with their offensive weapons, um, I think uh, he's going to move on. The only way I see Tom Brady going back is if New England signs a wide receiver tight or tight end that Tom approves of, or they have an agreement where they will upgrade at offense. But... Still, I don't see how Tom can get paid and they address the offense. I mean, that's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. And then also keep in mind that, I mean, Peyton Manning already kind of set the precedent where, you know, he was with Indianapolis for so long. They cut him. He went to Denver, a team with great defense, right? And then he went to two Super Bowls. So I don't think it's that it's a, it's a scenario that would really – uh, Tom would shy away from I think it's something that you know if someone's gonna pay him and they have weapons he's gonna go and then obviously there's gonna be a huge ripple effect if Tom leaves and I'm gonna get to that in a bit uh, the other elephant Drew Brees he said he's either playing for New Orleans or retiring and then there was a report yesterday that his team has been reaching out to networks about um, broadcasting so I personally think the Saints should move on from him and Teddy Br and roll with Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill um, the reason I think that is because if you look at this for three playoffs in a row now, the Saints have lost on the last possession of the game. Now, the, the first two years were fluke plays, but, I mean, regardless, they weren't unable to put their opponent away. And, I mean, they Drew Brees put up record-setting regular season stats, but they have nothing to show for it. And I think it's, I think it's time to move on. Like, give the Drew Brees is getting older. He's towards the end of his career, if not at the end of it, right? Teddy Bridgewater was 5-0 when he filled in uh, for Drew Brees this year. So someone's going to throw money at Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't I don't see why they, they shouldn't go in that route. 
That being said, I don't expect the Saints to make that bold of a move. Which means it's going to be interesting to see where Teddy Bridgewater goes because someone is going to pay him. Um, the AFC South is very, very interesting. I fully expect Tennessee to re-sign Ryan Tannehill, but what they do with what what happens with Marcus Mariota now, who's a free agent, right? So I think the Colts um, they would have likely made the playoffs if Jacoby Brissett had stayed healthy, but since they're built to win now, I think they're likely going to see what they can do to upgrade that position. I think Marcus Mariota presents a, um, a very interesting dynamic in Indy if he goes there. Uh, Phillip Rivers would be intriguing. And I think if the Jags move on from Nick Foles, he would be a good option as well for a union with Frank Reich, and he would make a lot of sense. Um, I think it's important to note that also the Colts have the second most cap room available at $86 million. So they can go get whoever they want. It's just a question of who's at the top of their list. Um, Jacksonville, they have Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles. So at a minimum, they have a decision to make. Do they head to training camp with both? Or do they give the team to Minshew and save on cap room? And, and again, if, they, if that's what they do, then Nick Foles is available and some teams are going to be interested in him for sure. Um, heading west, we got um, you know reports that the Vegas Raiders aren't sold on and John Gruden aren't sold on Derek Carr. And they can actually cut him this year, and it will only cost them $5 million against the cap. So since they're moving to Vegas, um, do they draft someone, or do they sign one of the veterans available? Is anyone's guess, right? And would Tom Brady go to Vegas? The Raiders throw money at Tom. He goes to Vegas with John Gruden and the, some of the weapons that they have. That could might appeal to, to Tom, geography, and uh, the potential of winning it in Vegas. Um, the other team that's, you know, been heavily rumored is the LA Chargers, and as they're set to move on from Phillip Rivers. Um, this is a franchise that definitely needs a jolt, so they make a lot of sense due to, again, location, you're in LA, and the Chargers have the weapons that Tom Brady would need on offense, so they could just, it would be a seamless transition. And then they can win now, and, and they can pay him. And then also, they could also um, uh, draft a quarterback, and you can have Tom Brady groom at the same time. So that that would probably work for both of them. Uh, the Broncos, we don't really know what they're going to do. They seem likely to head into the season with Drew Locke. And if they do decide to cut Joe Flacco, it would be after June 1st to save some cap room. But then that also means that if it's that late, most teams will have already signed a quarterback in the offseason. Um, two teams with similar trajectories are the Bears and the Bills, right? So look at the Bears in 2018. They overachieved. They took advantage of a soft schedule. They made the playoffs and they lost on wild card weekend. Um, the same argument can be made about the Bills in 2019, right? Soft schedule, made the playoffs, lost the Texans wild card weekend. I believe both franchises want to see what they have with Trubisky and Josh Allen. But I also think they're going to be in the market for a veteran quarterback in the event that their young quarterbacks struggle because these teams have great defenses and it, it'd be kind of wasting their season if their quarterbacks struggle and your season's over, right? So I think guys like Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, Marcus Mariota make some sense um, with those teams. Um, going to the NFC South, I think Tampa Bay is very, very uh, intriguing, right? They're in a win-now mode as well. 
right? They got Bruce Arians there. They also have the third most cap room, $84 million, so they're just behind the Colts. And I think they could be a very serious player for Tom Brady that no one's talking about. With all those weapons on offense, Mike Evans, Ronald Jones, Chris Godwin, and Bruce Arians as their head coach, I think they are very, they would be very, very attractive. Um, Philip Rivers has also been rumored to go there because he just moved his family to Florida. But uh, based on his season that he just had, like, is he really that much more of an upgrade over Jameis? Or was last season just an anomaly? I, I don't know. And then lastly, we have uh, Carolina, who seems destined to move on from Cam Newton as they are in full rebuild mode. New coach, Luke Keekley retired and parting ways with Greg Olson. They got number seven. They may have to move up to get one of the quarterbacks they want. But um, if, that's a, if that's the path that they're going to go, so where does Cam Newton go? I'm not sure how GMs evaluate Cam Newton. I mean, he's definitely a starter. But if you look at Cam Newton and Jameis Winston, they're both very, very similar. The two guys that haven't lived up to their hype from college, and are, and they're both question marks as to whether a team can win with them, right? Like, they're starters, but are they going to take you to where you need to go? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be a very, very interesting offseason with all those guys, all these starting quarterbacks available, right? And then if Tom Brady doesn't go back to New England, and Drew Brees retires, I mean, you're going to have a, a huge quarterback carousel going on, right? And I do think, aside from those two, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the most attractive quarterback to, to any team that needs a quarterback. Anyways, that's it. That's all. That was long. This offseason is going to be the offseason of quarterback roulette. And I believe when training camps open, the league is going to look a lot different with plenty of intrigue and storylines. Lots of possibilities, lots of options. I'm out. Be well. Enjoy the water cooler.